see ya. Bye-bye. Did you know you could give me a rating? That would be so sick. So if you could go to like Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to it and give me like a five star or like a 10 bags of popcorn, that would be cool. And guess what? It's It takes like two seconds. So it's, it's really kind of cool and easy. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Because guess what? Here is the episode. Hassan, appreciate it. Yeah, of course, dude. Like as soon as like, like, dude, you're, you're that, this record sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Hell yeah. Um, and Danny's in like a million projects, so we really appreciate you like squeezing it, squeezing us in. Because he goes, he's about to go on a big tour, dude. Uh, of with course, a different band, and uh, he's living that rock star life. <laughs> Hell yeah, you know yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. No, actually, you live a rock star life. More I mean, than, I like, rock star. You know what I mean? Like they live a pampered life of like, I mean, I guess if there's really rock stars today, there aren't many. But yeah, let's say like a Billy or like what's that? Like Bobby Eyelash? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Eyelash? <laughs> it's, it's Bobby Eyelash. <laughs> it's something uh, like that. Yeah, Billy, Billy Eyelash, or whatever. <laughs> William Eyebrow, uh, what, yeah. <laughs> Killing. Billy. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is like the, like the reality rock star life, which is like you're yeah. broke and you live with three people. And I like, wish. Okay, I got it on YouTube or on Wikipedia now. I, uh, like, let's, let's just say I'm glad that this is an audio and not a video. <laughs> yeah. I kind of look like I live in jail. Like, you saw on the. <laughs> The podcast we I, just did, it's like, people are like, dude, why is there, like, like clothes hung up and, like, I don't know. And, like, the, the walls are, like, bare. And have, like, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, like. Yeah. Because he lives in Brooklyn and he's a musician. You really are, like, the it's, like, velvet underground shit where you're, like, you uh, still live in this, like, kind of beautiful squalor, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I kind of see it that way. At least it feels that way to me. Uh, I love honestly, it. Yeah, honestly, I, I would live l- like that if I wasn't married. You know what I mean? Right. Because when my when my wife met me, I was living in a base unfinished basement in a house <laughs> of like six or seven other people with no bed frame, just a mattress on the floor, <laughs> and like I had like centipedes like crawling all over me when I slept, but I really didn't give a shit. Like as long as I had a TV. Like, just, I don't really care. Like, I don't know. Like, some people are wired that way. I feel like you, like, you and I are wired the same way. We're just like, I don't know, as long as I have my phone and, like, I have a place to sleep, like, I really don't give a shit. Well, a lot of just, like, basic dudes, that's just how we are. Like, we just, like, have the lowest expectations (laughs) of comfort. It's just, like, mattress (laughs) on the floor and, like... I mean, I would like live out of my suitcases for like months in apartments because I'm just like, I mean, I don't know, I'll probably move like in a little while or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, yeah, one, that's the thing too is it's like, you're right because it's like before I was with my ex, like I was living that way. And then we slowly like made our life more adult. And then I 
split up with her and now I moved back here to like squalor again, you know, to reclaim, <laughs> to reclaim your true self. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the squalor, you know, it's cool. It might get old at yeah. some point, but for now it's, and, and Josh, you have a kid, want. right? Yes. You I can't, do. you can't live in squalor anymore. <laughs> you have to make, you have to like, you see where we can do that. <laughs> We don't have kids yet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you got a high standard probably. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have like hygien you know, certain hygienic standards and stuff. <laughs> hygienic. Yeah. Yeah, I've just smelled I mean, good I shower, for my Sure, yeah. no game. Yeah, the 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 shower is like sure. cold water and no soap, but yeah, you shower. Yeah, yeah right. It's, yeah. High, yeah, it's, it's like I, yeah, I rinse. Yeah. Like, yeah, I rinse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, Danny and all the other neighborhood boys they they kick open the fire hydrant and they dance to... around it and splash each other <laughs> and then the cops Dude, like when high. I see them because that's a thing that is big here and like I, whenever I'm walking down the street and I see one of those like I'll totally just start splashing you know it's just like little kids yeah. but then I just get in there and start like kicking up the water and stuff like <laughs> and then <laughs> even, like parents like punch me in the face yeah. that's normal people. And he's like, hey, you kids, get out of here, you. <laughs> In that typical, like, fucking, like, movie accent. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Tony yeah. Soprano or something. Yeah. They do that accent for people from Philadelphia, which is not what the <laughs> Philadelphian accent sounds like at all. Like, I was watching uh, Better Call Saul, and one of the characters is from Philadelphia, and he's like a ex-cop. And the ex-cops are like, yeah, we're from fucking Philadelphia over here. Like, city of brotherly love, why don't you? I'm walking here. And it's like, they don't sound anything like that. <laughs> they just assume, That sounds more New York to me. That's what I'm saying. But they just assume any city, any American, like, northeast city is New York. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, totally, totally. Well, well, that's what it is. It's hey, just I'm an amalgamation. Albany, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You go up to Maine, they're like, hey, I'm walking here in Maine. And it's like, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm climbing a fucking Maine. mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. It's beautiful up here. <laughs> yeah. <Watch your> <laughs> yeah, dude, the lower half of Canada is also from New York. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, eventually, definitely- New York will just consume everything on the, <laughs> yeah. on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. And just, we're all going to talk like that. <laughs> And our rent's all going to be like $5,000 a day for like yeah, what like, like Danny lives in. It's just like, I literally thought he was, he was calling in. We did this interview with Chris and yeah. I thought he was calling in from his closet. And I was like, <laughs> dude, what happened? Like, are you hiding from a Mike Myers or something? Like what's going on? He's like, this is my room. <laughs> This is my apartment. My nice closet. I wasn't about to show the whole rest of the room. Like I, that's <laughs> yeah. the that's the like clear space. I, that's the clear court. Like this is where I teach drum lessons and stuff. Like yeah. it's just like I have a place to put my phone and wall space that's not like riddled with all sorts of crap. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's just like a storage unit and a room and then like my van is the rest of my storage unit i've got like two drum sets that just live in the van and like other drum shit in this room but thank god it's a high ceiling unit so like that helps because i have i have some hilarious like shelving stuff that's just like stacked like many feet in the air like because it's the only way here yeah 
Yeah, man, you got to take advantage of that. It's the total three-dimensional volume, man. It's not just the square footage. <laughs> oh, yeah. got to be creative. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had ceilings this high anywhere I've lived. So, yeah, it's helping so you get, me. like, bunk, bunk beds or something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. Here, here's my guest bed. I mean, I have, like, a loft bed. And what's funny is I had a loft-style bed also at the last place I was at. Because um, yeah. it's just a way to, like, have have more shit in the room you can just put shit <laughs> under the bed like perfect yeah right. but but you're in the center of like what's happening from an artistic point of view like I you are like that you know you're I mean, walking like distance from like all that is cool yeah i mean and, and you know and all of that can be mocked and called you know all sorts of things that aren't cool but it's like as, if we're just talking about like how much creativity and shit is going on it's like it definitely is the type of thing of you know yeah there's shows every single night that i would want to go to either because they're just cool or they're my friends or both uh and you know and i can if i want to take the train to most of those things i i mean i get i have a car so i tend to like just use it because it's just easier but uh it's nice to have the option to just get around and yeah, I don't know if I had more money, I would probably go out pretty much every night. And then since I'm like kind of old, I would probably need a night or two to like take a break. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, yeah. I mean, here, like the most exciting thing that happened is like, you know, they just got an, a sushi place and people are, <laughs> that's like blowing people's minds. <laughs> Like what the fuck? It's like from Little China. <laughs> Not that people talk oh, yeah, like I'm that. So oh like, no, <laughs> dude, they're coming in. Dude. Nah, dude. Nah, <laughs> the they will talk with the boss. Where they go, uh, my landlady. She's like, we were shoveling snow. Typical Boston activity. Uh, and our like our fucking nosy neighbor comes out, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And my uh, landlady just goes. We're pattying like rock stars over here. Can't you see, Marines? <laughs> <laughs> Funniest fucking Boston shit. But that's like, that's where I live. It's like, it's like a towny suburb, like kind of right outside. I mean, it's pretty nice. Danny, you've been to my place. Yeah, no, I thought that neighborhood was definitely nice. It's very nice. It's just like, there's not much happening in terms of, like New York is the place. Like maybe San Francisco. There's, kind of stuff going on in boston but like it's the kind of thing where on the ground floor it shows where the only other people are the bands that are playing in the same show you know what i mean <laughs> where right and that's like 90 percent of like underground shows here and even then certainly like any hardcore show and then there's no like middle class for bands so you have to go from like that to like playing like major fucking like Gillette Stadium or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like medium sized venues. There's a couple, but uh, they don't play a lot of like heavy stuff. It's more like hip hop and fucking pop and R and B and stuff. But yeah, anyway, yeah, like dude, my no one has to cut uh, you off, but. My problem is competition because it's like everyone's playing every night yeah and there might be like on one hand there's definitely more people that would like horse torso or something like here than maybe any other city i can think of but 
like they're they're most of them are musicians if not all of them probably yeah and they're playing and also every single other crazy ass artist is playing constantly and it's like i know the feeling like i can't choose between yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like so but that's i think that's the best problem to have like too many that's people sick, are yeah. too interested in too much shit rather than people like what the fuck is this like i mean and that happens too but uh yeah i don't know it's just like it's it's so easy to put together good shows here or like be part of good shows because there's just like all these different worlds to draw from and like half the shows i do will be like one like mathcore band and one like free jazz improv group and yeah. like one electronic the crazy thing and or whatever it'll just be like completely like like disjointed but cohesive or something yeah that's cool. sick that's the dream is just to get to get a small apartment and to just go out every night drinking and going to like crazy avant-garde like <laughs> art house shows that's just the fucking dream. It's like totally, and I'm pretty game too. Like I don't even yeah. drink that. You know, I drink. I like drink like two beers and smoke a joint, and then I feel great. And then that's yeah. Then, and then I want to go home before everyone else because I'm like tired. Damn, I'm jealous. <laughs> that's just the shit. Two beers and a joint is the move. That's the mindset. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah, no hangover. Nothing, nothing bad's gonna happen with two beers and a joint. No, no, like, unless you were. Really- it's in that is in addition to like you know uh candy flipping fucking molly and acid but if it's just two beers and a joint and nothing else like that's a good mindset with no consequences yeah Yeah, i think uh i think i'd never be able to build up the tolerance to be doing like yeah like molly or something like every whatever i mean that that's a ridiculous example too because that shit's like i mean i can't imagine anyone could do that like every night or every other night and not I mean, like, they do after a few months <laughs> well yeah they have like holes in their brains after. like it's fucking yeah. uh, they like can't be ha- it sucks just depending <laughs> on where the hole is in the brain you could still survive it's just yeah i had kids like oh. that in my high school that basically seemed like that was the problem is they just had lots of holes in their brains <laughs> yeah you could tell <laughs> sorry josh we're kind of like derailing yeah. i didn't know if there was like a format you were trying no, to go no, to no 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 <laughs> it's totally dude no that's totally great i love like the 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 tangential like like nature of everything and like no that was <laughs> i just love that you're like wait a minute sorry like um but no like that's totally fucking cool <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. If, do you have a format that you want us to follow, or we're just? Oh, honestly, dude, no. Like, like talking about anything, but no. Like the only thing, like I'm just, I'm just stoked to have you guys on because, like, like I was t- like telling you on the nursing thing that I love this record. Like, uh, when 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 I first like, I am, I'm like, like this is, I'm constantly listening to it, and like, uh, and like that. Oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, group home. I I literally find myself singing the lyrics like all the time. Like I fucking hell yeah, dude. I love that That's song. That's what we were going for, dude. It's dude. It that like th- like again. Like I feel like it's very daughters and like I can't remember who else, but like I I get super daughters vibes and I I I, I miss daughters. So like you guys are that to me. 
No, that, I mean, and daughters, wow. it's weird because, thank you so much, by the way. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> they, I mean, they got canceled for a very legitimate, horrible reason. Yes. And, like, that, but, I mean, we had written this before that had even happened, and, like, they are definitely a big inspiration, so it's tough to talk about that because it's, like, there is the reality of, like, they were a band that Danny and I grew up, like, listening to, but yeah. also, like, that's a whole... I don't listen to their shit really anymore. Um, I don't like fucking support any of their merch. Yeah. Uh, both my wife and I had daughter's gear. We threw it out. Uh, it's horrible shit. But the reality is like they, the music is the music and it definitely affected our like stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, uh, but anyway, just getting that out of the way. Cause that, I mean, that was really fucked up. I think a lot of people, will get called out for things that are um like not necessarily you know like if you if you tweeted something fucked up from like 2007 right like i don't think that's like a a punishable an offense where you should be like you know guillotined in the town square yeah but like then there are people where it is like a legitimate like wow that is fucked up and daughters is definitely under that latter category so like not defending them at all yeah no no of course and like and and what sucks is that like like it was just the vocalist and i i I hope i i wish like the other members would make something like i don't know i I, everything everyone in that band is amazing and like like i don't know i like i had the the chance to talk to john severson like before everything and like he was so goddamn cool and like i love his drumming like it's it's amazing and like so yeah, yeah. I, I just he's a guy who, he looks like Timmy from uh, Whitest Kids You Know. Holy shit, he does, dude! Oh my god, <laughs> I was trying to figure that. I've been watching, I've been rewatching Whitest Kids recently, and like, yeah, yeah. oh my god, that's crazy. He does. He doesn't sound like him, but every time I see him, I just expect him to be like, dude, we should fucking suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, not to make light of that, but. It's fucked up. And I'm sure, like, those guys will go on and do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, and, um, yeah, they're all, they're all musically talented. It's just like, you know, that doesn't excuse, uh, what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I think it's just yeah. separating those two. I mean, it's like, yeah. I think all- you can naturally separate those when you're just talking about the influence of a band and, like, yeah, it's like this, it's a totally separate thing to say. Like, okay, I was influenced by something that had a certain meaning at a certain time, and then in light of events and info, yeah, it's got a different. You know, you're not going to be able to feel that same way again yeah. because of what you associate with it now. But it's like, yeah, but obviously, every, I mean, all of us, everyone who listens to music has probably loved a band or a musician and then later find out that they're beyond just like a piece of shit in like a you know yeah person like a you know day-to-day transactional way and they're like fucked uh i mean and then it's, and it'll probably michael change jackson. the way the music sounds yeah also michael jackson and he was like pretty much proven to be a pedophile yeah but i'm playing you know pretty young thing 
Which, oh, damn, that makes so much more sense now. That's wrong. Holy yeah, you shit. picked a bad example. <laughs> Pretty young thing. Just at a playground, like, moonwalking by, like, the kids. The parents are, like, running away from the with their kids in their hands. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my that's gosh. rough i mean that's that yeah that really is the <laughs> ultimate example because it's like he's like the most famous musician ever and, if not i mean like it's like there's like it'd be like elvis and like michael jackson and like two other people that would represent like an entire era yeah uh yeah that's Plus, definitely we're like we're at least like fourth or fifth yeah well i was gonna say sixth but yeah fourth or fifth is jazz yeah, yeah. uh Dude, getting any kind of like following or like just getting your music out if you're not good at um social media, it's like such an uphill battle. Like yeah. I just feel like it's it's just tough, man. Just and you don't want to be like messaging everyone like, hey, here, check this out. Can, can give me a like, hit that subscribe button. Like, yeah. do that. <laughs> you know, it's like there's a reason those people do that, is because that's like how that it works that way. Exactly. Can you just make a bunch of Instagram accounts and then just like your own shit? <laughs> Probably, dude. Yeah, you just got to take the time out to make the emails. You just got to make like... Start, uh, I need to do that and like all of our shit because I have at least like three Instagram accounts yeah. that I could just make sure... I'll, I'll go through like after we're done with this and make sure that I've used them all. Yeah, and leave comments. Our numbers. And just be yeah. like, wow, you guys are the <laughs> coolest. I didn't know how yeah. tall yeah. you were. Like, it just like yeah, random yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I could tell by the bulge in your pants that you definitely don't have a below-average penis. <laughs> That's not a real... Yeah. And I'm a penis doctor. <laughs> so I should know. I see them all the time. Whoa. I see yeah. them all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all shapes, all sizes. And I can tell you're a big boy. Like, and like, yeah. no, not in a weird way. Uh, but like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a professional medical way. <laughs> anyway signing off now bye yeah that's that's the big ass comment you have is just talking about your dick like dude yeah (laughs) and it's ironic because you're talking about your own dick yeah yeah of course (laughs) just like in the mirror every morning yeah exactly dude i get out of the shower i'm like you're definitely you're not below average you're definitely above average <laughs> it's just you just get out of the shower and sort of stare in the mirror for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, oh my the, God. Like, I figured that, but yeah, you just confirmed it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I get real bad penis in the shower, just <laughs> full on. Just there's nothing there. I'm like, God damn it! Did you say? What did you say? You get bad penis. <laughs> You get bad penis, which is, I guess, a <laughs> form of bad. Funnier. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, Te- like, penis is a state of penis, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> On a, if it's really cold out, you get full penis. <laughs> That's the heard. This is fucking hilarious. You've never heard that? I've heard it a couple. Heard it a couple places. No, I've never it's heard like about a, penis. 
Yeah, maybe it's a Pennsylvania. <laughs> it just means tiny penis. <laughs> oh, he's never heard that. You know why, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of I've it. only heard Shaginus. <laughs> <laughs> No, my but my girlfriend and I are always talking about show me your weenus because that was that Mr. Show episode. You guys ever watch Mr. Show? Oh, yeah, I, never I love saw Mr. That. Show. Yeah. Oh my god, if, dude! I mean that. If, if nothing else, it's so influential. Like, I mean, I guess Kids in the Hall. It, it, like the only show I can think of that came before that that's like was even kind of in remotely that vein is like Kids in the Hall. But it's it was it was like Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe like Monty Python, but it was kind of like a precursor to the stuff that started happening in the 2000s with like, like the Adult Swim stuff and then the Tim and Eric stuff and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, and it's, and, and it's fucking Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. So like, they could just amazing. stand next to each other and they're fucking like, but also yeah. all of those episodes are on YouTube for free. Oh, sick. Oh, I need to watch Every episode those. of Mr. Show is on YouTube. Really? I know. Because I know yeah. they're on HBO, but that's Yeah, sick. I don't. For whatever reason, they're all there. So I, yeah, I fully recommend like at least the first like three seasons of, or something are all fucking great. Hell yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna watch that. Oh yeah, Bob. That's that's what's. I mean, I think not that I didn't already love like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but like the thing with Bob Odenkirk was like I thought as a comedian he was like the most genius comedian, and so to watch that like his career go the way it did it's like whoa like what i like that's a deep motherfucker yeah yeah dude. no dude i used to have the mr show box set and oh, i yeah. left it when i was blackout drunk on a lucky star bus <laughs> going to going from like new york to boston and that's i was great. like god damn it and then i'm just picturing like Somebody finding that and being like, "What the actual fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the strangest. Because it's not, it's not weird. It's it's not the same kind of surrealism that's popular today. It's like the true mindfuck surrealism. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, yeah. It was over my head when I first saw it because I saw it when it was actually on TV, like on HBO, and it was like I was I don't know. 13 or something and it's like i yeah. could tell it was weird but it was like i very much didn't understand it so i was just like okay whatever like yeah, yeah it took me till college or something to like and like my friend showed it to me and i was just like oh my god this is amazing no it's so good and it, it's the it's like the you don't have sketches like that that are like that creative because i remember bob odenkirk was like we don't do pun oriented sketches where it's just like you take a pun and you're like wouldn't that be a fucking hilarious sketch right. you know what I mean which like, like everybody does every SNL yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and like or, and they don't do um, like parody movies or, or shows right mm -hmm. so that, that was like their big rule they're like we don't do because that was like they were more pure, and so they were forced to just come up with like the most insane, like out of the box shit, and it's classic because of that. Like it really is its own kind of sketch show. Yeah, agree. Anyway, Josh hasn't seen it. You definitely should see it. <laughs> For sure. No, we're talking it up hard, so. dude. Yeah. I know. Watch, I'm gonna be so disappointed. I'll be like, dude, dude so yeah, 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 fuck dude, this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
how's stuff with uh cell damage going dude great man like uh we we just finished a record and now we're just like trying to like figure out what to do with it and stuff and like but yeah i'm super stoked on it nice yeah dude um yeah and you're uh so you haven't put out any of those songs yet you're just sitting on them like sitting on masters uh yeah yeah uh sitting on masterpieces as you will uh and nice <laughs> yeah uh but no yeah yeah we have uh the masters and everything yeah we're just uh trying to like see what to do with them but yeah dude it's it like i'm super stoked on it and like i just i just as soon as i put something out i'm already like oh dude this shit sucks i want to like i want to like write new stuff and like that's how it goes yeah exactly (laughs) yeah but yeah because you're just by the time you've recorded it it's like months have gone by or sometimes even like years yeah (laughs) and you're just like fuck this like i'm so done with this uh but you, I've seen like video of your guys' shows. Like they look fucking popping, man. Dude. Like I'm, we don't have that over here. I mean, they do in in, in uh, where Danny lives, but not the rest. People of the just ladies. stand there and fold their arms here. Yeah, hipster. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I gotta say, the uh, the crew in Troy, New York, they know how to like punch each other and like push each other into the walls and stuff oh yeah um yeah, yeah. i highly yeah, recommend you live in troy you know you <laughs> new york like of course you're gonna want to fucking die or at least kill someone on your way out like, i mean yeah you know that that could that could be true um people in new york are like a lot of them are like trust fund kids so they're like they have a lot to lose they're not gonna be punching yeah, yeah right yeah or they've just never been in a fight <laughs> Yeah, no, you're totally not wrong. I like the term, like, never been in a fight, because it's like, I feel like most people haven't been in a fight. I feel like that's the majority <laughs> of people in the modern... Like, that was an appropriate saying in, like, the medieval age, right? Right. Where, like, oh, he's, he's never even, like, sort of sword. But, like, now it's, it's, like, weird if you fight. Or, like, kids fight maybe in, like, middle school, but after that, I feel like everything's pretty much resolved through, like civilized conversation you know what i mean yeah exactly like hey i'm walking here right like that's uh, that's (laughs) civilized (laughs) yeah exactly comes back yeah because like when you did the medieval thing i was like wait no that was the wrong dialect it was like oh he's never drawn a sword like (laughs) (laughs) that's the only one tony can do yeah yeah yeah. it's me i'm jesus christ i'm fucking back in your sins over here hey don't fucking punch this pilot over here it's me Alexander the Great. <laughs> oh, it's about me. It's uh, fucking I'm Catherine the Great of Russia. I'm about to fucking move us into the fucking Enlightenment and shit. Oh, just everyone in history. We're the only people who not, who don't talk like that. <laughs> you dude, imagine like, like, <laughs> yeah, like the the Persian Emperor Cyrus. He's speaking like. Farsi or Arabic, but in a like uh, in a New York, in a Brooklyn accent, <laughs> yeah, just awesome. Like everyone. Oh my god! Sorry, no, dude, that's so perfect. Like, no, that's why I brought it back up because I was like, dude, it, it, like it just like it was said before, but that's like the universal, like, and everyone talks like that now. Like you said, yeah, like, we'll take over, like. We won't be the United States. We will be New York. And like, yeah. 
Yeah, I think good. California and New York are just going to like double their size and then there will be some weird middle portion that has to have some, I don't know, they're going to have to go through something. And I don't know, some some crazy shit seems like it's going on. Some California accents are like, talk about holes in your head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like crazy to me. I mean, Josh, you don't have that accent, but just one of our good friends, his new... Uh, I don't know if they're married, but it definitely is like his like new like boyfriend is uh, from California, and it's like I'm like, is this kid? Is this guy like, fucked up? So just be like, say, like are they high or whatever? What's good? It's like the Stony McBlaze character, but like real, and he's not fucked up. He's just he's just so chill. He is chill <laughs> incarnate, and it's like it's weird for uh, East Coast people because we're like. Are you trying to like fuck with us? Like, are you like manipulating us in a way? Like, what's going on? But he's just a good dude, and <laughs> but everything's so chill. Like, awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, really? I just got a cup of coffee. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> and but that's kind of awesome. Oh hell yeah. He's, uh, uh, dude he's just amazed he's at everything awesome. so no matter what that's yeah. like the best person to have around like you could do anything he's like dude what sick yeah like, yeah it really is sick. <laughs> kind of like a i love that man i'll kill for him <laughs> i'll do anything for him it's the only yeah, thing people that me. actually feel that way yeah. truly like that is admirable to me but i'm always like are they acting or is this their vibe? Cause like, I think there's also another portion where it is like, that's how they can, that's how they cover up that they're Super total sad. assholes. Yeah. Oh, is they're yeah. Just, like, real Dork. quiet. And like, so you think they're just nice and like shy, but then like, once they start actually talking, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're uh, uh, Pete. I mean, so Pete, you know, Pete, he's going to, he's playing. So we have a couple of guys that are going to come on and like play live shows with us. Cause it's just me and Danny and we need a little more, peeps to play instruments yeah one of the guys is my good friend pete from like one of my other bands uh from back in the day and he is like the most like he's just hilarious like just the fun constantly making jokes like so much fun so positive like will bring anyone out of a rut and then you're like damn pete like what's going on with you he's like i have crippling depression and i'm on like a (laughs) you know an array of different like fucking <laughs> meds or whatever yeah. not really but like you know what i mean he he just is so good at putting that mask up and uh it, you never know with people like that like sometimes it's like because someone who's like super positive will kill themselves people are like oh my god like, i had no idea it's like often it is that guy yeah who is so positive uh and and it's a um it's like a defense mechanism. You're just like, look, I'm just going to force through it. And also, I think a lot of it is like growing up real and sort of coming to the realization that whatever mental bullshit you're going through, nobody wants to hear it. And you better keep that shit to yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, which I don't think is good, but if you're like 30 and that's how you were raised, it's like kind of hard to go back. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, dude, that shit's no, that's totally fucking true, dude. Like, there's so many times where like 
everyone thinks I'm super, like, cause I'm like super positive and happy. And then it's like, Oh, are you fine? I'm like, I guess like, and like, yeah. And then you're in, then you hear your music and you're like, this guy's probably not okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah some what is it okay? Is- I don't even know. Wait, what? Some of your newer stuff gives me like strong, uh, show me the body vibes. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Like, That's awesome. Like just very like like a street punk it's to it, but like way more interesting. Hell yeah. That's um, fucking awesome. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. That's, but yeah, it's fucked up. It's like definitely, you know, these people have feelings for sure. And they're not all roses and butterflies. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Like, no, I, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's fucking, that's, that's crazy. And, and like, again, you have found like the most chill person on the planet. And now like, He's going to make you feel good at all times. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the but natural do, antidepressant, you know? Do, do you, like, I don't know, I mean, this is a bit personal, but do you, like, struggle with depression and that kind of stuff? Like, uh, no, uh, no. I have, like, I, I've, I've had, like, I, I go through, like, bouts of, like, bad anxiety. Like, like during 2020, like, I was just, like, I, I'm like, I was like, afra- I'm afraid of everything. So like when, when I thought th- when there was an airborne virus that it was killing everyone, I was like, oh, cool. Resident Evil's real. And I'm going to be patient zero. And like, that that's what I kept thinking. And I was like, I, I, there was like literally like crippling anxiety where I was like, I like I, what I've always told people is that like. I would never kill myself, but I understand why people want to because of the way I was feeling inside. I was like, dude, fuck this. Like, like, yeah, it would be so nice not to feel this anymore. And like, but like, yeah, I, I hated having that thought, but yeah, definitely. I have like, definitely go through anxiety like quite a bit. Sometimes I just wake up like thinking I'm dying. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I know I'm not, but like, oh man, dude, that shit sucks. Dude, that, I'm. St- I mean, I'm not happy to hear that you go through that. That's, that's <laughs> but it's the exact same thing that we we're talking about, where you're such a positive guy and you seem so chill, yeah. just with your like demeanor. But inside, you're just this thunderstorm of anxious thoughts and like you know impending doom. Yeah, which is like I'm not saying it's a good. I'm sorry that you have to go through that, yeah. but I, it's like it's nice for me because I can really relate to that. Oh and, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, when I when I had I did a bit of cold turkey from like some hard drugs like years and years ago, and that was I experienced that like anxiety. I had never experienced anxiety like that. Like when I was a kid, and it's like what I can say I sort of felt shit like that, but never in my adult life. Mostly because I was fucked up and I'm kind of numb to that. But when I stopped using and I was like, yeah, the same thing. You wake up and you're like, hold oh, fuck, it's fucking daytime. Like, what's going on? Like, what, someone like, what's going to happen? I need to do something. And I was like, everything's going to fall apart. And just, Dude, exactly. You know, it was like that for months for me for no reason. And like, I couldn't even drive by myself. I mean, I could, but it was like, I would, I would dread driving in the car for like 30 minutes. Because I'm like, that's 30 minutes of me being in the head. Dude. Which is just like, not cool. Dude, no, and, uh, exactly. Yeah, dude. No. It took like six months to kind of like dissipate. Dude, uh, that's how it felt for me, man. Like I literally, like there were times where I would just like I couldn't get out of my own head, and I would like 
I would sit in the shower, just like letting it, like trying to be like, okay, like this is like the most calming thing I can think of. And like, like yeah, I love showers for that. Yes, like, dude, <laughs> seriously. Like, it's like the best. I took like, like six showers in a day when I was having anxiety because it just like, this is what I'm yeah, it, it feels like a, a state of like Zen. Like you're just like, okay, well, yeah. I, I I can like calm down, and I don't know something about the water f- like fucks with your brain, and like you're just like, yes, okay, I'm I'm gonna be fine now. And then like, yeah, dude. So no, trust me, I did the same shit. I would be like, okay, I'm gonna take a million showers. But like one thing that I've always thought of is like sometimes I feel like when anxiety hits, like even like, like I'm like, okay, I need to get out of my room or house because I feel like it's too small and it's enclosing. And I I've always had the thought, what if outside becomes too close, like too close. And like, (laughs) and like, that's fucking crazy to me. But like, of course, like, because I can't go outside and be like, Oh my God, I need more space. Like, but like, but the idea of like, what if my brain makes me feel like, Oh, this isn't enough. You need to go to space to feel okay. (laughs) Dude, I I know exactly. I know that sounds crazy to like maybe people who don't have that, but that I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. You're like, I will never reach a point where my phobia is like, you know, uh is you know goes away it'll just keep upping the tolerance each time yes exactly yeah holy fuck that's perfect yeah but i like that you were talking about you know your anxiety was really exacerbated by the pandemic because like it's kind of an appropriate response right right yeah (laughs) at that time and people who were really chill i was like why are you so chill about this like and they're like ah you know it's nothing gonna I'm like but you don't know that and honestly for a lot of people they died it yeah. was that bad yeah like yeah. They, people dying alone in a hospital bed with their family they can't even visit them like the previous week they're like on a golf course just hanging out fucking smoking a cigar and then like a week later their fucking lungs are exploding and they're fucking bleeding to death and drowning in their own blood yeah and like you know for most people they're like eh, you know you gotta live your life and uh, whatever but for like people with anxiety, you're like, no, fuck that. Like, it's, it's really that. And I think a lot of don't I think we are getting more aware of mental health. Yeah, as, as an issue, uh, especially with men, where like I feel like even more recently, like or like male identifying people, people who are like uh, I don't know just have like a more masculine like macho type what a demeanor yeah or like yeah i do i have anxiety and i cry and like that's okay yeah like, that, even even the macho fuck boys are like sort of adopting that and like yeah man you know you gotta some self-care and you know fucking go for a walk and have a cup of tea and take care of yourself it's not just like, ah, shut up, like, don't talk about it. I mean, I think we're getting a lot better at that, but what I think we really appreciating is that this mental health crisis is a response to a fucked up world. Yes. It is an appropriate, like, you can do all the Zen, you know, meditation and mindfulness and go for a walk and take care, you know, work out and you can go on SSRIs and shit like that, but like, it's not going to change that you live in a a stick fucking dark world of like, you know, domination and fucking cutthroat brutality. Yeah, exactly. Like dude. emptiness. 
And uh, that's why I think like a lot of people, there's this guy, Mark Fisher, who was a, or he wrote, he kind of wrote about, and he ended up actually killing himself. So, you know, I mean, he definitely, definitely struggled with mental but he was sort of talking about how mental illness is often misdiagnosed. What it really is, is like an appropriate response to a realization of how bad things are. Oh, wow. Which I think there's a, there's truth to that. I, I also think that like freaking out all the time, or like being so withdrawn that you you know you're entering like clinical depression doesn't help you, and it doesn't help like the world. Yeah. So I think it's still very important to like maintain a sense of like stability and 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 uh, mental uh, health, but. At the same time, I, I don't think I don't think it's like inappropriate to be depressed or super anxious when you just like read the news or yeah. think about things that happen to people. I mean, it, it is it is really bad for a lot of people. Like people aren't having a good time, and it gets worse. I sometimes I can't like read the news for a couple of days because I'm like it's just gonna it's too much. Like I, I can't handle it. Yeah, dude, like, I, I, I purposely don't watch the news because I'm just like, first of all, <clears throat> they'll be like, oh my god, these six people died in a fiery car accident, this building exploded, and then they'll be like, but on to the weather, and it's just like, dude, like, yeah. really, like, like you're, you're, like, making everything seem like, and also, why doesn't the news ever really show, like, good things, like, at all, like, and, like... Because that's not what sells. I know, but that's what <laughs> sucks, dude. Like, we're, yeah. we're, we're living in a, in, a, in a state where every everything is, like, okay, everybody wants to, like, suck the dick of death. And, like, it's just, like, like dude, like... Yes. Dude, go on Rotten.com then. Like, you know, just go or, like, Snuff X or whatever and fucking watch it for yourself. But, like, I want to hear, like, <laughs> what the fuck happened today. Like, that's positive. Dude, I, I love Suck the Dick of Death because it is so true. It's, like, a trendy thing to be, yeah. like, I'm dead inside. And I'm, like, I want to... I, I worship Satan and it's, like... It's also so funny because it's just another form of like consumerism. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just like you know all those like black outlets, and they're just like they sell a fucking two hundred dollar purse, but it has like a pentagram on it. It's like how is that any different from the fucking dumb shit that normal people buy? Exactly, it's just <laughs> catering to this like, and it's like, what do you mean you you like worship death? Like, why are you alive then? Do you exactly like? There was this woman, from, I forget her name, she's like a famous necrophilia. What? She would break in, yeah, I can look her up, but, uh, or maybe not if you guys don't want to hear, but <laughs> she like would break into mortuaries and, and have a whole ritual and fuck people's dead bodies and like film it and like she wrote a bunch of books about it. Like that's a woman who worships death. Like literally, like, yeah. That is, that is sincere. But the people who are just like, yeah, sometimes I have like negative thoughts or I'm attracted to art that's like macabre or whatever, however the fuck you pronounce it. It's like, that's just like, it's just normal shit. And you're like trying to build this whole like fucking identity. And it's like empowering sometimes when you're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just fucking, I love death and darkness and <laughs> Satan and stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's just so fucking phony sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hate it.
But yeah, the only band I want to hear is like with the vocalist as this lady who's the necrophilia. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it, regardless of what her voice sounds like, it's like well, I just bring it. To bring it full circle, she literally has a very thick New York accent. <laughs> no She's way. from Long Island. No, there's no <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, dude, no I will send you Long a, Island. Come yeah. on. Yeah. She's like the Long Island necrophiliac. Come Let me, on. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm by my computer. the fucking place she could possibly be from. Yeah, well, she certainly made up for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just in Long Island last night playing a wedding gig. Like, I don't know. I you know hey maybe you saw her was it a dead guy oh but i'm sh- ah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> stupid oh my god dude um yeah because one day i just typed into youtube necrophilia which is <laughs> <gonna> be, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like i wonder if like, there's anything on youtube like uh, and there was uh <laughs> I'm doing it now. Dude, yeah. just knowing that, that you typed it in and it was like, let's see what comes yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just out of curiosity. I'm like, it's YouTube. Right? Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, that is what you It's going to be like yeah. one of those Smosh type kids going like, whoa, the dead body. <laughs> let's have sex with it. Whoa. And like, and like, it just has those jump cuts and stupid faces and like stupid yeah. ass noises. <laughs> it's like a super like high pitched voice. Yeah, it's Fred. <laughs> It's yeah, funny. it's Fred fucking corpses. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Fred. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in a mortuary right now. It's just like vaselining his dick, like an old corpse. And kids are just like, ha, 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 ha. This, this is great. Funny. I love Fred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these kids, they're but again with the holes in your head. Have you ever seen kids with like a tablet? It's fucking bonkers. Just the shit they watch. Yeah. Dude, no, no. I have a son and I've seen like so much shit he watches. And I tell like I tell him like, don't watch YouTube here because like there's so much stupid bullshit. Like, granted, like I probably I well then again when we were growing up, like YouTube was like actually like content like and like not yeah. like not this like vlog and like us talking about Fortnite all night. And like it just like no. like and and I I tell him like dude don't yeah you have to have that. talent yeah exactly. to like dude, get any yes. kind of traction because back then people were like wait you're watching someone play video games yeah. are they doing like a hilarious like stand up bit over it no they're just sort of making noises all the time <laughs> and just be like you're <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ these fucking kids like this is so far from any those guys get billions billions and billions of views <laughs> it is fucking nuts yeah i'll never understand that shit but i also don't play video games or yeah. not really yeah <laughs> yeah you're too cool for that well dude like and subscribe games, my channel know. dude like you're gonna really like my video game playing i'm like super funny and i like i do wacky <laughs> content dude don't worry oh I <laughs> yeah yeah well, dude. i don't i don't have a console or anything anymore because i i'm very like addictive and i like i'm super into souls games oh nice and those games are like the biggest time sink and it's like my brother has a console he came over with the elden ring and i literally stayed up for three days straight <laughs> and it's like if i had a console i would be 
and like probably I'd be divorced. As well. like, <laughs> so I right. I mean, that, that's a part of it. That's, yeah. you know, like, like I'm not like opposed. Well, and it's also that so much has evolved in video games since I played any video games. So it's like to play the shit that's out now, I would have to like, like you said, like, I mean, like I, I, I'm, I don't have a person to divorce again, but if I did, uh, you know, it would happen so that I could play. Oh, you would lose everything. Like you would, you would fucking, it, it's, it's horrible. And at least with a drug addiction, you can like go meet people. Yeah. Like, in person. <laughs> yeah. It's a party drug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is Whereas an anti-party like, drugs video yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, that's my advice to anyone who's having struggling with uh, video game addiction: is try heroin <laughs> or develop a drinking. And, uh, yeah, at least that's a cooler one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. You can be cool. you get a leather jacket. And just, yeah, you can trade that console in and get a lot of heroin for it. Yeah, and then guarantee you, it'll feel better than whatever fucking. Fortnite you're playing and you'll have a much shorter <laughs> life but like that life you were gonna live of like 55 years of playing some game like i mean yeah. come on you know two yeah. years of just like heroin two yeah. years of going hard just in an opium den <laughs> fucking with art girls it's gonna be it's gonna be a way more to be a life live it's gonna like, be like a lou reed yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, anyway, that's terrible advice. We really should not. It's good that we don't have kids. We would be terrible at it. But, oh my God. But yeah, dude, the online communities, and I hate, too, that they're like beyond reproach. It's like you can't make fun of, you know, people's like behavior. It's like, what? You're like criticized. I don't know. I mean, it's stuff we all like can relate to. Like, yeah, I fucking love video games. They're awesome, but like, there's a reason I don't have a console because they're super invasive and they really will fuck your life up. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. But then, and then you're like, oh, why don't you go like work or something? But then, like, people join those fucking so many people. They start playing video games, they start lifting, and then they join the like rat shithead gym bro content <laughs> world which oh, is like almost God. worse and i don't even like, want to that, imagine that dude that's the craziest thing do you guys ever see that it's just like it's just people like literally just posting videos of them lifting weights and it's like it's not like an obs- it's just lifting just them at the gym yeah. not even like that much and then yeah. they got something that's just like never give up never <laughs> it's like dude you're not like you're not escaping from like a North Korean gulag, right? You're at the gym. Like, let's fucking take it back a couple. It's just like the intensity, just like Kiki Blinders clip, and then them lifting, and it's like always like keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. It's like what? Are you like a cartel member? Like you're at the fucking gym, dude. Like pampered, fucking like you and the wine moms. That's who it is. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like you're in the fucking trenches, bayoneting people and fucking having their guts out. It's like you're just fucking lifting weight. Black. Dude, that's like the same thing, bro. Like, that's exactly what they would say. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> Man. And and then the, another thing that's funny about that is because they're all like obsessed with like masculine hierarchies, like an alpha male thing. Yeah. And it's like, 
dude, if you want to be an alpha male, be rich. Like <laughs> we've changed the hierarchy. Like I'm not saying you should do that. I'm not rich or like I'm not saying I'm an alpha male. I'm saying like if you want to play that game, lifting shit, like that was like that's like two, three thousand years ago. Shit. Like we've moved on from that. Like the people with power have money and like own fucking like you know, Amazon and fucking shit like that. That's the new power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, like when weapons were just rocks, like that, <laughs> that was maybe yeah. the only time when that was the yeah. way the, the scale was tipped. Especially in America where every other person has a fucking like AK. Fucking, <laughs> right. It's like, dude, I don't care how good Yeah, we've you are, kind of like, reached man. back to that point. If anything, we're kind of, we've kind of gone back the other direction in that way because now like, yeah, everyone's got a gun, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is that you can lift all day. It's not going to stop bullets. Like, if you're trying to be like the most dominant guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the muscles were right over your vital organs, it might, it might slow <laughs> it down might slow a little, it little down, bit. Yeah. Right? I, mean, yeah. I mean, if you could, if you could have some kind of like third peck or just like turn your two pecs into one big peck yeah. or whatever, you could like, Dude, and just, like get it really numb, put a bunch of like numbing like <laughs> lotion on it so that when you get hit, that, that would be a cool gym. <laughs> just one if a guy was peck. like lifting and then his friend just shot him in the chest <laughs> and he was like just pulled it out and was like i'd be like that guy's pretty out dude cool. dude they, 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 then they would make like videos like lifting saves lives and then you'd see these like skinny kids like being like i can do it and then his friend shoots him dies like like it's, yeah yeah it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, no, the internet—it's just like we, we, the internet was like the 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 uh, fire of Olympus that we cannot handle. Yeah, that yeah. mankind should have never been interest or uh, introduced to because we just right. yeah we we don't have the cognitive infrastructure for it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's almost like showing a bunch of little kids like you know like r-rated movies or so. it's just like they can't handle it like you're gonna like you're gonna traumatize people that don't have the like you know i mean that are i guess that don't have the constitution for it you know yeah yeah <laughs> um like yeah and i mean it it is it's like everyone's gonna find whatever they want to find so it, apparently that's bad considering what the results are now yeah um, it's like an experiment and now I can see which way it's headed and it's not good. And like, you can, you know, like I watch the thing that causes my anxiety. Well, there's a lot, I guess, but like, uh, I, I watch too much political stuff. Like my YouTube algorithm is low and it's like still like shit, like people I like, like, you know, but like, like, like whatever. It's like, I watch like too much. Ben like Ben Shapiro, right? Exactly. Like Peterson, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. No, I mean, I, no, I mean, all the for, No, I like. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I do. I watch like fucking this dude Rashad Ritchie. Uh, all his shit is about like police violence. I mean, not all of it, but like the thing is, there's so many of those stories, and they just don't make the news. Mm -hmm. And like, since his show is a heavy focus on that stuff, it's like a lot of he'll cover like seven stories and like five of them are like these ridiculous pop involved, you know, everything ranging from just like 
minor like civil rights things to like murder you know uh but but basically like i only bring this up to say like the algorithm still tries to like put that type of ben shapiro conservative shit like it doesn't discriminate in terms of like what you actually watch dictating what it's going to show you like it is going to try to get you to click on that kind of shit because that kind of shit gets all the clicks like then it it makes sense like there's a huge market for that type of you know propaganda it's like like you know well it is propaganda i watch you know it's like they yeah like even if they're they're doing good their numbers are good it's like they all admit like if we were to change directions and just like start saying you know whatever the fuck like going the right way yeah going right wing then they yeah. would just be able to double their numbers oh it's a way better uh, career yeah. move to get them to do. it's like uh if you if you were starting a band and you were like let's just be a deathcore band and just fucking play like the lowest note and just do all the deathcore um like you know the motifs and stuff you're guaranteed to get people right off the bat yeah yeah and and there's also a huge machine behind the right wing propaganda like ben Shapiro, right? his whole uh, network is funded by oil billionaires right and, then, and there's a reason oh, why totally. in, it's in their best interest to promote that shit because that's going to affect how people vote and that's going to make sure right. that they you know retain and uh, probably some of them actually like ideologically um like they're true to their ideology right they probably really do believe that you know we need to keep an immigrants we need to have like traditional values and responsibilities and no safety net and you got to pull yourself up like they're probably billionaires who because they're fucking pampered pussies who've been handed like you know hundreds of millions of dollars at birth to invest in whatever the fuck and like you know child zoo or like fucking uh, bolivian lithium and like they really do believe that shit they're like oh it worked for me why can't it work for you or it's the rare person who really did go from rags to riches and they just think like, yeah, I mean, if you can't do it, that's because you're not chosen like me. But they promote the shit out of that kind of stuff and there's a ton of money in your Ben Shapiro's and in like PragerU's and all that. Plus all those... Oh my God, got, yeah. They all got PPP loans. All of them. Like, they're complaining yeah. that like over the... Uh, student loan forgiveness of like 10 grand, which is like fucking dog shit for student loans. Right. Especially <laughs> in the East coast. That's like nothing. Like most of these people have like 90 grand loans and they're working. Yo, like, yeah. They're making like 50 grand a year out of college before tax. It's like 10 grand's fucking tits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then some of these guys got $700 million PPP loans, which you don't have to pay back. They just, got right. money and like nobody's just all up in arms of that and they're fucking like podcasts or uh, like not not trying to discredit podcasts Josh but it's not exactly <laughs> it's, it's all- not like running a factory Fuck where no, you need to no. buy like materials like- <laughs> 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 but anyway it's a uh, it's just fuck man we just gotta go why can't we just all get along yeah, I do. You can smoke a big old grass. 
Big old doobie. Big old doobie. Put on some old school family guy and just get along. (laughs) Oh my God. My dad one time said some shit like, I don't even remember what the context was, like what had happened or what any of it. I just remember him being like, you know, just gotta like, like, Smoke a doobie and listen to the Almond Brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's fucking dope, dude. I mean, you know, he's a he's one of those boomer like pseudo hippie, like yeah, not yeah, yeah. really a hippie, but like you know, yeah, he listens to the Almond Brothers, but he's like, pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah, right. No, ex- oh my god. It, yeah. I mean, that's literally true. It was like that's the like, boomer hippie. Where they, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. No, it's true. It's like it, they're. Well, and that's so that's such a boomer thing too. They they're way more conservative minded than they think. You know, uh, yeah. it's not how they fancy themselves, but it's the reality of. And like, they're like, if you don't want to go to prison, don't do the crime. It's like are you literally smoking. Weed? Right. Like, <laughs> didn't you just drink and drive home? Like, <laughs> like, the things you're saying are like too. They're like too real for me right now. Like, <laughs> no, because like I know so many. Your people. parents should like meet my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my and my parents are like very. They're very liberal. Like my mom told me, she's like, I'm a. I would consider myself a socialist. I was like, what? Because they're not socialists at all. They don't think they know what's right. right. I was like, so you, so you believe in like redistribution of wealth she's like oh no i'm like okay well, yeah. <laughs> like she just i mean she's like very like NPR. she believes that like people should have a safety net and rich people should pay more taxes which is good I agree. right but like she's still like yeah i'm like you believe in like the you know the abandonment of like currency and like private properties she's like oh no i want to keep all my shit like i don't want to like give up anything i just like and she too will say and my mom actually is extremely smart and very well read but it's a generational thing if you're right. growing up here like the amount of cold war propaganda that people were bombarded with like just the fact that anyone has any kind of open mind towards like the bernie sanders social democrat movement is like is amazing you know like and especially my parents are like 16 so it's, I try not to like get mad. I'm not like, oh, you don't read uh, Marx, Karl Marx, and go on fucking Twitter and <laughs> talk with the uh, you know online lefties. Like, of course not. Like, they're, they're just not, they're not from that world. Like, right. But, but yeah, no, it's fun. She's like, I'm a socialist, and I like, I was like, did you believe in anything? And I was just like reading the definition of socialism. She's like, <laughs> oh no, I don't believe in any of that. <laughs> right. Like, I would like for either of my parents to think that they were a socialist, even if they yeah. weren't at all. That was like, <laughs> it's a good, you know, it's a good place to be coming from. Yeah. Um, my dad is straight up conservative. Even, I mean, he wouldn't admit that. If he wasn't yeah. with he would, he'd be like, you know, God, pay your taxes. Do your thing. Do your job. Like, I'm not with this. Like, right. Because he's Stop like, complaining. He's a workaholic. <laughs> he really does work and he's one of the he came from like not both my parents came from nothing yeah like really able to pull themselves out of shit and like we were you know when we lived in fucking downtown philly like a shit show there and like they really have like i'm I'm so grateful for my 
it's like all the work that they're both extremely hard workers and it, it's often the people who are super conscientious that are like well if i can do it like anyone can do it and right. you don't realize that like they also were super lucky right? they're both white and they both like were connected with people and like were able to there's all these sorts of lucky things that they're you know they're not my dad's not like seismic ship in the arctic ocean anymore like there's and it but it's not just because like he did that doesn't mean everyone can do that he didn't see right yeah yeah no that's that's a huge boomer divide it's that's i i think that's the same type of divide that like my parents josh you're are your parents are you guys originally from california like do you have hippie liberal california parents or are they no dude like no no, yeah i'm I'm originally from california and like uh like no i i don't know i i they're just super fucking like laid back i don't i don't even really know how to explain it like like all like they're i don't know dude i you know what's funny is that like talking about like all that stuff like i've never like really like taken a dive into thinking what like my parents are like i know my dad's super fucking laid back and like just is cool with everything and so is my mom and like i'm just like yeah like that's that's basically all i've seen him as and it's like oh that's fucking cool i'm just glad they're not like racist like <laughs> like yeah that's it <laughs> so your parents are like almost apolitical they just like don't talk about that. yeah or basically they, yeah. Like, they don't have they don't have any like because like my mom had will put it like my mom was super into hillary clinton uh, which I will say, the one thing that got her away from Hillary Clinton was the whole Epstein thing and how the Clintons are involved. So, like that kind of getting information out in the open does sway people. Like yeah. it's not all for naught. But I like she would have like Hillary Clinton stickers on everything, and my dad would like go take them down. <laughs> She'd like put them back up, or like. <laughs> uh, but your parents don't have any of that. They don't have like. They don't put up like political signs or like bumper stickers or post shit on facebook about politics they're just like apolitical like like my dad like the only thing like like for my dad like he 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 literally like just like me like i don't follow politics because no matter what we're all gonna die my vote doesn't matter that's what i genuinely think and like and like uh it is true yeah right exactly like and you know what if you vote wrong you might die but like uh but like no my dad was always just like he like he and I were under the same impression like yo I just think Trump's an idiot and like whenever he sees anything he's just like like that guy just seems like a dumbass like I like it just sucks that he was our president and like he just like yeah. is it is an ignorant person and that that's it's like but it's like that's a, a selling point for a lot of people they're like he's stupid me I like him like dude like it's that, just like oh I he speak like I speak, not knowing anything, but like claiming that you know everything. Like that's the fucking people love that shit about. That's yeah, good. that's why people like him because it's like, oh, that's how yeah. I am. Like, and this yeah. guy's actually got power. Like, yeah. yeah, this woman who I was getting my hair cut, and this woman, like, I don't know how it came up, but she was cutting my hair. And she was like, oh yeah, Trump. Like, honestly, my dad says stuff like that. And, like, he's a good man. I'm like, I'm not saying your dad's not a good man, but would you want him as the leader of the free world? <laughs> and she's right. like. Probably not. I'm like, yeah, that's why people are upset. It's not because he's talking like that. It's because he's talking like that and he has the nuclear codes. Dude, like, dude I, that's what I was going to say. It's like a kid owning, like, 
the, like his his, his toy <laughs> yeah. chest has a nuclear key in it like and he's just like <laughs> yeah. wait you could pull that out and be like haha and like he's literally the kid like nelson from the simpsons like and like it's like yeah. you made me mad today i'm gonna fucking kill you like and like that's how i always yeah. felt whenever i saw anything about him i was like dude this guy's just a fucking tool and like and to to know first of all to know that he was like on twitter being like fuck you like he's like he's like like the typical like like i what like the typical girl that you would see in old like lifetime movies be like <laughs> i'm gonna just like cyber bully everyone that's how i felt <laughs> like the mean girl yeah, yeah, yeah. dude ex yeah. exactly dude and that's and he's like he a is. little he's like a little queen <laughs> yeah he's just like yeah he's just like the the mean girl who's the main mean girls chick like the the blonde girl in that movie yeah. like that's the vibes he gives me he's just like you can't sit here yeah because <laughs> you're your hair is gross. Like, that's yeah. just like he's dude, just like a petty like, asshole. Yeah, yeah like, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. No, that that that's that's how I've always felt, and like I just feel like him as a person is just like an idiot. Like that's it. Like I I don't yeah. know. Like I didn't follow him at all. I like literally. That's what I've told everyone. Like when they're like, yeah, tr because I live in a in in a fucking part of California where Trump is like, we, like people fly flags, like literally across the street from my son's school is a giant flag that says fuck Biden. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, like my son's eight and sees that. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck dude? Like, I mean, granted, like all these like, kids, too bad, pussy. Dude, yeah, hey, dude, exactly. yeah. right. <laughs> but you but know, like, but but like we're the groomers though, right? Like we're the ones that are corrupting kids with with you know trans rights. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you people know, are saying. But then they're like putting like "fuck you" like at an elementary. <laughs> yeah. It's like I mean, it's it's down to the every single item. Like when it's one of those things, like I'm not gay. It's like like everything they do is like they're projecting their shit onto yes. you yeah like yeah. that's yeah. why they're saying that like you know that that's why you went on works because it's like think about how crazy you'd have to be to think like literally every liberal is a pedophile yeah yeah like and yeah. not only a pedophile i mean okay let's say that that was believable okay fine but also you like are satanic and like to drink the blood i mean that's that's what QAnon believes that you that they like drink the blood of kids. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's not I mean, like a, this is a South say, like, Park like, thing, it's dude. A wide conspiracy. Like, I mean, it's like you know. I mean, it's just like think about what what weird shit has to be stirring around in the brain of someone that could believe that. You know, like, and that's why it's you know because again with the like religious crowd, that's why that works yeah. too. Because it's like you have to believe in like demonic possession. It's like like you know they don't look at evil as like oh someone's like psychotic and they like kill people or they whatever it's like no like evil's this thing that like it's this force that's out there yeah. and you can just like be corrupted by it and all of a sudden yeah. you know there's like tens of thousands of people like that are just yeah, like, like a, drinking blood or some shit like evil is an element it's like you know <laughs> yeah like oh man i just got over covid and but then i got evil <laughs> dude so, i got i gotta, the, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take off evil. work for a couple weeks like because you know the, the fucked up thing about QAnon is that like there's some truth to it right like there are real like we found that out with epstein like there really are like billionaires and fucking politicians and intelligence agencies well, yeah that's i mean i wouldn't like, say that's QAnon, though that's that's 
like yeah i mean a kernel of no, truth is somewhere in every one of those yeah, like exactly whatever you sense but, that and, and and i think what we were talking about earlier on how like because i consider QAnon like it there are people i guess who passively like read QAnon, but then there are people like that guy who just killed his daughter and his wife two days or however many days ago because of Q, you know QAnon to told them to and uh it's like it's really, really uh, ex- exacerbating people's mental illness, and um, like the stuff we were talking about earlier, where now mental illness is a response to how fucked up things are. And yeah. I really think for a lot of people, they're having a they're economically they and their neighborhoods and communities are like economically just like completely ravaged, and there's no mm-hmm. and everyone's addicted to oxycontin, and like they're fucking. You know, there are drugs everywhere. All this horrible stuff is happening, and everyone's like brain is getting ruined by the internet, and no one has like any kind of job security, and no one. There's no community. Like you don't go to your neighbors anymore and say hi, like hello, fellow human being. Like everything is now online in this sort of ersatz, like fucking simulation of reality, and that gets to people. And if your view, if you don't have a coherent view that maps on reality, you're you can't explain any of this stuff. So you're just, your brain just goes fucking like, it just it makes up every, it fills in everything that you can't like actually, you know, rationalize or intellectual. And you're, and it makes sense. And it's, and QAnon is not a, it's not like a, um, it's not investigative journalism. It's, it's an emotional response. Like it's a projected, like right. emotional right. movement, right? It's taking all the bad things in life. Like a lot of these people, they Maybe they lost their jobs or their mom died from a fucking, she got a knee injury and then got hooked on a sequence and then OD, right? Um, and all of these horrible things. And then there's no, no one has healthcare, so they can't fucking get mental health or like any kind of prescription for anything. And like, take that. So all of these horrible traumas are just like aggregating and they kind of come out in these insane movements. And especially online, where now, it starts to seep into it's one thing to go online and like have fun and talk about like oh hillary clinton's eating babies and yeah we're gonna go <laughs> so, then once you're like physically you find yourself in the capital like tasing a, a cop a capital police officer to death like you know your <laughs> mental illness has like this sort of theoretical simulation space of online to like the very real you know sphere of like consequences and People just double down. They're like, they're like, no, we're going to do another storm the capital later when we're like more mobilized. And, and, and it's just, I don't know. I feel like people are just working. And you do see that a lot with uh, the left as well. Like people just really losing their grasp because you can't access this trauma that everyone's collectively going through. And there's no like, and the death of God is a huge thing. Like, we don't really have the same kind of. Religion kind of took care of that for a while. Like you were just given answers, you know, just right off the bat from the from whatever organized religion, and like people have to replace that with something. Yeah, you see people replacing yeah. that with video games or drugs or QAnon or fucking astrology or like that sort of faux spirituality thing where they're like, all oh, energy is vibration and vibration, and, you know, just like insane shit like that. Um, because we have a hard time not having God. There's a reason why we invented him. Right. 
and why it's so successful, why every single culture ever invented gods. Yeah. And, and like, as people went from, like, the more tribal, like, polytheistic religions, and they became, like, huge collections of cities and, like, big civilizations, and they had to more merge everything into a monotheistic, like, all-powerful, you know, omnipotent god for a reason, because it keeps all these fucking people, like, satisfied existentially, like, and psychologically, you know, like, everyone, you know, every civilization realizes that, like, that's why the church or the, you know, religious portion of any civilization is super tight with the royalty, because they're like, we need that shit to keep these fuckers in line and keep them, like, psychologically, you know, subdued enough so that they're going to be able to live their lives and follow orders and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. True story, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I have thought about that. Dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Sorry. It's just that kind of shit. It's and there's like nothing you can do really except for try to live your life. Yep. And you know, participate where you can. Um and I imagine Josh, like when you have a kid, you're kinda like, you know, fuck everyone else. I get I get like I kind of just have to worry about my kid. Like I can't really worry about these things that are out of my control. Yeah, dude. And honestly, that's how I feel is that like, like I, because I used to like have like, like, so going back to anxiety, like I I had bad anxiety before I had my son. And then after I had him, it went away for years until like, probably like, like two years ago, because like, I now I, I, I at that point when he was born, I was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't I don't give a fuck about myself anymore. Like, quote, unquote, like, I'm not saying like, I don't give a shit, but like, like, I don't need to care about myself as much anymore because now I have something to care about even more than I had ever thought I ever could. And so, yeah, dude, like and like paying attention. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like like paying attention to all the bullshit on the news or anything or any anywhere i'm just like fuck this dude like i said we're all gonna die and like who gives a shit so like i just want to focus on my life and my son's life and like yeah if if anyone wants to come into my life and make it better fuck yeah but if you don't bye like like i don't yeah yeah. i don't need you yeah yeah no that's awesome because like there's almost that like biological kind of psychological switch that goes off where you're like, this is now the center of my life. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of liberating. Cause you're yeah. Like, I don't really care about what people think about me. Anymore. Like, yeah. Like, son to care about. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, it's. Cause it, I mean, really like we, we do like, it, we are kind of all narcissists. Oh, like, definitely. You know, especially like being online, like, we're so consumed with us image on every platform and a freaking what good thing, what, you know, anything, anytime anything happens, we're like, what can this do for like me personally? Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think having kids really, it's like kind of one of the only ways out of that, other than just like, you know, going off the grid. Yeah, exactly. No, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, like because like, dude, if you double up and go off the grid with a kid, dude, damn, like you have like hit the fucking holy trinity. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's like in those uh, in those like post apocalyptic worlds where it's like only one family survives, and it's like the dad and the son. They're like hunting the you know yep. whatever deer still, and it's like you're kind of thinking like that's kind of the ideal life. Like I kind of wish everyone would just die, yeah, just be me and my like son, and I can, we can just be like you know nomadic sort of like hunter gatherers in the in the post apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because then th- then it's then it's only only you and you like uh, you physically only have to care about one thing. You don't have to worry about a fucking job. You don't have to worry about like pleasing anyone else. Like you're literally just there to yeah. like, help that person. And like what I've always said to like so many other people is that like it's just so sad. Like you're born, you like you have like a childhood, and then you grow up to be an adult, and you have to work the rest of your life to yeah to then die like like yeah that's it like that like that's that's what life is if if we didn't have to fucking work life would like life could actually be life you know what i mean like yeah you're not you're not you're yes you're living but you're not really because like dude like 90 90 fucking percent of people are never going to go overseas because they have to work and they can't afford anything and like you're not going to be able to see the fucking world because you have to work at this stupid ass job forever. Like if, if the world was on back to a barter system, you could probably get there some at some point because you have traded your way all the way to this other country. Like, yeah. And no, it's, yeah. I mean, I think it's tough because like, yeah, hopefully we reach a point where like we've made robots have a society where the robots can do all the shitty work yeah 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 uh you're left to like live your life but i do think like with work i think like i agree with you for like demeaning tedious work yeah right like but when it comes to like something stimulating creative and that's not necessarily just like exactly engineering or like that's like can really enrich your life yeah no the definitely. problem is, is is that everything's tethered to the like system of domination and and, and consumerism and all these things that like detract from that but, yes like, exactly yeah it's, it's a tough thing like i, I totally see where the anti-work there's a big anti-work movement i'm uh, people who are just like fuck work i'm getting a van and i'm just gonna travel the country and i'm I don't give a shit anymore. I'm not, you know, I've been working in the same factory and they don't even treat me like a human being. I've given my whole life for this. I'm just spending the last like 20 years of my life like traveling the country. And I totally get that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. People who, if you have access to education and you can just get, like with music, right? Like Danny and I, what we would love is to play music and just make enough to like pay rent. Exactly. Oh, like yeah. that is that that is like the ultimate goal. We're not trying to be, you know, Bobby Eyelash or whatever. Like, <laughs> 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 all I know is Billy Eyelash. I looked it up. Yeah, like we're not asking for much. It's just like you know enough each year to just like put a roof over our heads and like sustain this because it's yeah. like this is what we love doing. Yeah. Um, and Danny's honestly like kind of in that anti-work thing where he's like, you know what? I don't need, I live in like prison cell in Brooklyn, but I get to do what I love. Yeah. And, yeah. 
that's the goal at least you know like and and like since i enjoy teaching it's like that's also an option i mean that's what you know i think it would be amazing if i could just eventually get enough students that i could basically take all the gigs i wanted and not the ones i don't yeah and like because i in most cases i'd prefer you know yeah having more lessons during the week than like a wedding gig or something yeah yeah but uh yeah. but you know like at the same time i mean yeah if i was able to just piece it together like at all then that would be great and like even i mean it's like i'm fucking old like 39 and like i'm i'm making my plans of like the next five years of just like all right like do I think that I could piece this together like in the next handful of years? Yeah. So then that's kind of just, I'm taking it like incrementally in that way. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, like I consider myself really lucky too. And like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been in the city out back and forth, like, uh, tried many different approaches to like, making all my money through music related stuff yeah uh yeah but you know i mean who knows it's an experiment like everything else but yeah like you guys are saying it's like you to the only live once like idea it's like that's very much what it feels like i'm doing because you know obviously when you can just kind of like float around and go see crazy shows and then like put together shows and whatever yeah uh it's pretty damn fun i don't know no that, yeah yeah that sounds sick and like that's why like <clears throat> i feel like with like going back to like like i was saying like yeah like fuck jobs and stuff but if you you could if you could do something you love like if everyone could like i have to work at my job every day but like i'll get off and go practice for like three hours because i'm like this right. is what i love i wish i could just do i wish my practice could be my like work day and then fucking the like the 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 next day of work is i'm playing a show because i'm getting paid to do it or something and yeah like, like that's that's the fucking dream and like with you like having drum lessons like and like <clears throat> like that's fucking cool you get to like and like you said you like teaching and like you get to play like drums at all times like to to right fuck dude like you get a team drums are awesome dude i mean i just love even just my like sort of like what's become my morning like ritual almost of just like having coffee and just playing like doing whatever shit on my practice pad and like sometimes i'm just playing through you know i'm just kind of doing like like technique like rudiment type stuff but like sometimes i'm like working on some music that I'm writing or someone else's shit or something. It's just like, just that sort of chill morning time of just like going, like feeling like I'm just kind of like, you know, hunkering down and working on my like craft and like, you know, being able to dedicate that time to it. Like, you know, it's like, I can't even like practice on a full set these days, just a rehearsal space. Like, and I'm eventually I'm going to, it's, it's kind of just like pushing my way in line. Like, there's so many spots and everyone will share their spots and it's just, you're just like waiting for someone to like drop out so you can take their spot. But exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It is. It's really nice. Um, and it just, and you know, most it's like, we're lucky just to have anything we would want to do passionately anyway. 
Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I think, you know, with a lot of these nutsos, like, we're talking about, it's, like, they don't... The ship sailed, I think, long ago for them to even have, like, an interest that's not... That's, like, just a thing they love. Like, just a, just a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, they don't have a passion. Like, that's part no, of... And, like, and that's what I realized, you know? Yeah. When I was, like, shitting on the, like, people who take videos of them, like, lifting fucking weights at the gym. Like, right. not even... A, not even... Not, like, an ungodly amount. Again, if you're a fucking professional like power lifter and you're lifting like a fucking tree or something but like just lifting weights like normal ass shit that people but it's like that person doesn't have any kind of like creative outlet that is their outlet yeah like, and that makes me like weep for humanity like yeah because that's gotta be such a fucking i don't know like it's gonna be t- such a tough exist like so many people don't have any kind of like remotely creative or like fulfilling outlet or like just int- even interests dude like, like if you go i remember being on dating apps and people would be like my interests are like the office and like trap you know like it's like terrifying that 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 you could be 28 and you just you have no real interest in anything you don't like read anything cool or fucking go on have any kind of like just weird creative outlet no, no man it doesn't have to be like music or even like work but just like nothing and i think a lot of people terrified because you see this world and it they're just like, you gotta get a, you gotta get a fucking job or else you're gonna serve and be homeless and have nothing and they're like i'm gonna dedicate all my time to like stand alive or like they didn't have anyone in their lives to really like promote uh you know like creativity or, or tell them or they're just like you know what? I'm not creative and I can't do anything, which is bullshit. Yeah. Right? But yeah. a lot of people think that. And it, it really sucks. Yeah, dude. To, to not have like anything. Like, I mean, I can't, I, honestly, like, I, I'm not trying to be like melodramatic, but like, I, I would actually, I would probably just be like, I'm just going to drink all day, every day. You know, just like, I didn't. Yeah. Music or any kind of creative, like even my this kid who I used to teach guitar to, uh, he he's from Colombia. He's from Medellin, actually, which is like where Pablo Escobar. Like because this kid's from a rough background. But anyway, he's like lived in Boston, single mom, and like he was at this place where my my friend like organized this like um, essentially like a nonprofit for like. Hispanic youths. He himself is from Guatemala and he's one of my good friends. And he was like, Oh, why don't you come down and like teach guitar? Like, people would love that. And this kid that I met there years ago, this is when he was like 13, he's now like, he ended up, he was really good at guitar, but he ended up going to Ithaca on like a full ride for film. And he's like really like talented, uh, like, you know, sort of visionary, like, film student, and he and I, he recently came back from school, and we've, like, started, like, working on this, just, like, stupid, like, short film stuff. Like, that, you know, it's, like, terrible quality, but, like, I love that shit. I love, like, just, you know, having, like, a 30-second, like, film thing that, that me, he and I get to work on, and, like, write a fucking little mini script for it or try like all different lighting. We were trying to make our own like dolly with this camera. So we shake and like kind of, and it's just that kind of, sh- that's like what I live for. Yeah. I've never, ever done anything remotely related to that. 
but he was just like, yeah, dude, nobody, like most people who start out in film, like have no experience, like you just start doing it. It's like, wow, this is like, like, I don't know, to not have that in any capacity would be like so nihilistic for me. Like, I don't know if I can handle it. No, and, and no, that, that makes sense because like, like not like that's what I I always find it so weird. Okay, so like of course I I know you have both definitely heard this, but like when whenever you say like oh I'm playing a show this weekend or whatever the fuck, and they're like oh that's that's cool. How much are you getting paid? Like ninety percent yeah. again, ninety percent of the time not getting paid, and they're like well then why do you do You're it? Losing money. I exactly, dude. I'm yeah exactly. And then and then I, and then then I love I like their retort is like. Okay, well, first of all, they oh, first of all they don't actually care that I'm playing a show. I'm just stoked and I want to tell <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. And then I yeah, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna go to fucking Vegas to get fucked up." And I'm just like, "Wait a minute, yeah, like, yeah. you realize you're doing the same exact thing, but I'm actually doing something creative, and like, like you're just losing money, the same amount of money, probably if not more." And like, yeah, but like, and and also going back to like like the lift like the people that like lift at least they have that quote unquote creative thing i don't know if that's creative but at least those people have something that they they are like into or like yeah it's a thing to do that isn't drugs exact dude exactly and i dude i I like that saying like you should that should be like find something that you want to do that isn't drugs that should be like the slogan for like dare and that includes video games yeah dude yeah (laughs) video games do not count they're a drug yeah they're great they're a great drug not yeah. gonna knock on it, but they are definitely a drug. They're better <laughs> with real drugs. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are. Definitely. You can mix drugs. At least too. when I play them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, 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 it's so true. And like, you know, even if like none of these things that we do turn out to anything more than just playing a couple shows and putting up self-releasing albums, it's like on your deathbed, you're gonna. That was a big thing with this album, honestly. And I know we haven't really talked about. It, but <laughs> The album that we made, like, for me, it was, like, by the time we had the Masters, I was like, I don't really give a shit anymore. I'm just so happy, like, I was able to make this thing. Yeah. That is, like, a, a way I really felt. And, like, I, you know, Danny and I were basically, we're like, how do we combine all these things that we love, like, like, the sort of math core and the noise rock stuff but we were like can we make like catchy stuff that's yeah like fun to listen to but also really dark and fucked up and then like i listened to the album i was like we did the thing that we set out to do i don't think i'm not sure how it's i have no idea how it's like gonna resonate with anyone but like we we did that and like i can kind of die knowing that like at least i put some there's a big thing with like previous projects where they were more a musical um like masturbatory project yeah yeah right like with nursing it was like i really i you know i tried to put a lot of feeling into it but it's like so fucking technical it was mostly like i just love playing that kind of guitar stuff but it wasn't it didn't have the same kind of emotional like yeah i was really going through yeah a lot of the stuff i listened to is not super technical it's like way more restrained and like song writing oriented. Um, like a big thing with nursing when I was like writing these songs, and I was like, can I literally just put anything 
as the next part. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there any rhyme or reason? It's literally just the most discordant fucking crazy shit where I literally could just like smash my guitar on my dick and just record that and be like, all right, the next have that, you know, as long as it's in like 13.8 or whatever, <laughs> it's like, it works for the song. Like, and I was like, I want to do something where it's like a bit more like song structural organized. Like cell, cell damage is way more like you guys have like coherent songs that are like contained in themselves. You know what I mean? Like well, where nursing you. is more just like part, 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 part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can all just be one big mega song, which is like crazy shit back to back. And, uh, like, Cell Damage, you guys have, like, you told that line of, like, mathcore, hardcore, experimental stuff. It's very, you're like, okay, this is a band that has, like, kind of vision to it, and they're sticking to that. And the scenes are structured, even though, like, you add weird parts here and there. They, they, they still, they feel like songs, which I, I honestly when I was going down that math core rabbit hole, I kind of missed that. Oh, sick, dude. That, thank you, by the way. That's really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, you guys oh, yeah. are great. Yeah, I, I remember, I, I think it was probably just on a math cast episode, but like, because I, I, I hear so many bands in that world where I'm just like, okay, like, I get yeah. it. And just like you know, and like when before they play this, I'll be like, "Is it going to be one of these?" Like I'll be like formulating how I think the song's going to start, you know? And like, yeah. like in, it's like the it's like the every song is like the intro that like sort of fades in a little bit, and then it always starts with a vocal lead. It's just like yeah, like it's just like yeah, it's like it's like a blast beat or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, you guys like stood out. Like it was like I was like, oh, actually, this band's actually really tight, and like this is like th these are songs or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, same here. Oh, dude, what? That's, that, that's so the sick. that's the vibe. <laughs> Hell yeah, because honestly, like Danny and I are so cynical. Like whenever new music comes out, we're just like, I bet it sucks. Like, <laughs> dude, same here. Yeah, I I know. Know. <laughs> it's I'll, very I'll, difficult like, to listen do. to everything I've ever heard that's coming. Like I'll listen to basically everything that i hear about and like try not to be that way but then after a while you just accept that you feel that way about like most things that are coming out yeah, these days. exactly <laughs> and it's not just with mathcore it's like it's with everything every job like dude post-rock there was that one band explosions in the sky oh and yeah it, there's just every copy of it there are some real but then again there's some like amazing do their own thing and but like or like deathcore like i literally can't tell bands apart like i'm like this could be like fifty thousand different bands yeah it does not matter yeah or like um dude math rock like twinkly math rock holy shit dude that fucking online thing where they're like yeah we, we love like fucking experimental music i'm like all right well i've yet to hear it i've heard <laughs> one sound yeah and every fucking band sounds like that and it's like enough with the happy shit. Get 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 a fucking divorce. Get a drug addiction or something. Enough happy twinkly stuff. Through with it. Making me mad. But sorry. But no, and and it's 
it makes sense. It's the same reason why every fucking movie now is like a superhero movie. And like, I grew up, I loved superhero movies, but now I'm like, enough of these fucking superhero movies. Like, because once you find out what sells, why would you ever invest in something new? Yeah. Because you're guaranteed, you don't have to do any more market research. You're just like, yeah, we're going to listen to what this, if you're starting a new band, you're like, if we sound like this band, their fans will like our shit. Exactly. And the fans don't have the fucking like self-respect to be like, Oh, I'm just being like essentially either catered to or like exploited at this point And yeah. just like, and be like, no, I've already like, I don't know. It was tough. Like, I was super into, um, yeah, Swans, the band. Oh. And I, and I had all these like ideas of, of starting a band like Swans. And then I was like, Swans already perfected it. Why would I ever, why would I be Swans too? Like they, Swans already did that. Why, why do you need another Swan? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it's tough because, yeah, I love that kind of music. And I was like, oh, I, you know, and you study bands and you're like, oh, I know exactly what they're doing and I can recreate it but my own little flair. But it's like, you, you, you have to kind of have the self-respect to just be like, now I'm not doing that. I'm going to go to somewhere, some new uh, territory where an experimental place where I'm not really comfortable, uh, but it, it at least will be my own. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, hi. This is uh, like, you know, in the last episode, I was saying like, this is the end of the episode, but this is not the end of the episode. Look at that. Tricked you. But anyways, like, yeah, we, we talked for to two almost three hours so i was like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna split this up into two episodes and you know why because honestly like whenever because i talked to tony when i had nursing on and it was so cool i love hearing what's inside his brain and then like hearing what danny was saying was just like like they're they're so smart <laughs> it was so i love this stuff type of stuff so i was taking a, a back seat because i just love listening it was it was so awesome so dude thank you guys for coming on it was so much fun like seriously it was awesome like and also please go check out uh Cripp crippling alcoholism it's still a hard title for me to say i'm not cutting that out i'm keep leaving it in but uh like that band sounds so sick and uh, I was just I was, I was just stoked to have these these dudes on. But hey, if this is your first time here, nice to meet you. If this is your second time here, again, hello. See, I changed it up. But anyways, uh, the the end of this episode will be out next week, and I hope you enjoyed this one because I know I did. Um, so I will see you next week with the second half. Hey, the voice you're listening to is Josh Matthews. That's me. The person that basically produces the show is my brother, Danny Matthews. The person that wrote the intro is Nick Riggs. It's sick. And guess what? That's it. <laughs>